This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode 22, and now a special of Celtic Rumors TV, our live Eddie Howe reaction show for tonight. Uh, with your host Mark and myself Paul, John, you nice doll from the former will be joining us on today's special edition. Unexpected news broke today that Eddie Howe potential move to become Celtic manager have broken down in the final stages. There are believed to be various factors as to why this deal has broken down, including disagreement over budgets, backroom staff reasons. Mark will be, be being in United uh, Ireland. John, on to the, the show now, Mark. I think I'm just dialing him up there. Oh, so, uh, lads, if you can get your reaction to the the news that broke as well today on the live chat, and we'll be going through the live chat today. Was it really unexpected news, as we all thought this deal was done? Uh, where do Celtic go now? Uh, is it deja vu all over again? For, for Celtic lads that no negotiations break down in the final stages in the team. You there, John? Yeah, I'm in, guys, I'm in. That's John, and thanks for joining us again, John. Ah, thanks for having me. Perfect. John, just first before we start, um, your thoughts on this breaking news today? Uh, in terms of no getting any idea, I'm kind of happy. I, I wasn't really keen on him. I've kind of said it when he had a phone, I've said it in the... Mm-hmm. Uh, in the forum, but in terms of all the negative press we're going to get, it's kind of disappointing that way. But in terms of not getting any mm-hmm. away, no, I'm kind of happy that way. Uh, so I've seen Lushin Favari, he's been kind of linked to us and may have been talked to him. I'm kind of excited about that. I kind of hope that's. Is it, is it kind of deja vu as well for Celtic, John, that no negotiations seem to always break down in the final stages, that we kind of can't really get a deal over the line? You know? Ah, it's, it's it's always the same. It's stuff always goes to the last minute, and it just comes out the deals collapse and stuff. It's never getting right in, getting it done, then kind of getting it done and getting it out of the line. It's always come to the last minute, and then we're getting the bad news. It's not it's not happening. Sorry, Mark, you have a statement there from Celtic Football Club that you're going to kind of brief the live chat on there. Uh, this is what Celtic Football Club uh, released uh, shortly after the. The news was kind of broke first to the media, which was kind of unsuspectingly, wasn't it, Mark? That it broke first to the media rather than the, the fans themselves from Celtic Football Club? Well, just, it was just breaking on Twitter, really, wasn't it? It started off mm-hmm. a bit of gossip and uh, it kind of rolled through there. And then we get this statement. For the, mm-hmm. I'll read it out here. Uh, Following very positive and detailed discussions with Eddie Howe, with the belief that he would be an excellent candidate for the position of Celtic manager, well, out time for the process, given he previously made it clear he was not looking to return to management until this summer at the earliest. Now confirmed that Eddie will not be joining the club for reasons with both how and control. 
we wish you success for the future. As part of the ongoing process, we have engaged with a number of candidates. We fully appreciate our fans will be seeking clarity in this matter, and we aim very shortly to announce the appointment of a manager with the quality and desire to take Celtic forward and bring further success to our supporters. What was your thoughts on that statement that came out, Mark, that you read, you, you were kind of looking at it today? Uh, well, I had to come out and say something. If it, well, we know it's true now with them coming out and saying it, but it doesn't really tell you much. It just, well, they're saying they've been speaking to other people all throughout this. I don't know if that's true, Paul. I don't have doubts about that. I, mm-hmm. I think every man in his dog thought it was going to be Eddie Howe. Mm-hmm. And the team Celtic Football Club as well talked that, Mark, didn't they? Even going with that, I think the board thought that as well, that it was a done deal. And it's something mm-hmm. just in the recent... recent. I, can't, I don't know if it just came to a head today, but for me, these problems have been brewing for maybe a week, a couple of days. And that's why it was kind of dragging on. The more it was dragging on, Mark, they seem to kind of get off to a worrying stage why they can't get off the light. And we were always discussing these things about guarding leaf and stuff like that. But they, they, always, they, they, always seem to, they, they always seem to be something else behind the scenes that the Celtic fans didn't know about and it vaguely came to light that they just couldn't get a deal off the line, didn't they? You know? Well, that's how it's looking like. But, I mean, before everybody jumps on the bandwagon here and blaming Celtic the board, I think... Eddie Howe's got to shoulder some of the responsibility for us. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't do things like his background stuff and things like that, Paul. I'm sure they'd have spoke about that even officially over the last few weeks. I'll 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 read out a statement from a journalist in Bournemouth in a few minutes there, just as we're going on about the Bournemouth staff. Alright? I'll I'll i read out a statement there from uh, there was a statement released from an English journalist who has ties to Bournemouth Football Club. Alex Crook has said that Eddie Howe, Eddie Howe's deal to Celtic was officially uh, officially off from today. Eddie Howe had agreed to come Celtic manager, subjected to Celtic fulfilling their promises to Eddie Howe and bring in his backroom staff who are contracted to Bournemouth. Celtic staff negotiations with Bournemouth over compensation packages for their coaches. Uh, who Eddie Howe wanted to join him at Celtic, but Celtic have failed to agree uh, a deal with Bournemouth to release the coaches. This was the main reason to why uh, Eddie Howe said that Celtic were committed to him by not fulfilling their promise to get in his staff mark. All right. Second reason was Eddie Howe wasn't happy with the transfer recruitment plans Celtic presented to him and wasn't happy that they had their own transfer targets that they wanted to sign. And lastly, was that Eddie Howe wasn't uh, supposedly personal reasons, Mark. Like, I couldn't get this reason, personal reasons, right? So the personal reasons I'm thinking is that his family weren't committed to come to Scotland. But if his family weren't committed, Mark, surely to God, he would have known that by now, that his family weren't committed and coming to Scotland. You know? It's the same as we're going to say about the coaches. You'd have thought this would have been something that would have come up right at the very beginning. I mean, even before he spoke to any future pals he wanted to become coaches he'd think he'd speak over with his wife and kids if they weren't, mm-hmm. they, if they weren't keen then he's not, if they've not been keen for day one that's got to be something that's been going on for day one I mean what was he hoping to do talk them into it I don't 
I don't understand that side yet at all. Yeah, John, what's your thoughts on that? Like that, they like said they can't get his coaches off the line. Or do you know, like these negotiations should have been going on anyway between Celtic and Bournemouth. Like not down to last minute when supposedly Eddie Howe was agreeing to to sign the contract. You know. Yeah, it could have been, uh, it should have been all agreed, but his, uh, his coaching staff and stuff weeks ago when he's agreed to take a job, but it could have been at the last minute of just kind of decided, ah, don't really want to go up there. Or mm-hmm. it could have, it could be, uh, just say, let's just no push the boat to get the financial package to get them out of Bournemouth, and, and they'll just kind of try to blame it on Eddie Howe now. Uh, so you never really know, say, like, well, it's kind of funny yeah, that way, you never. You, you could put a tool, Mark, that Bournemouth weren't happy what Celtic were offering for the Court. Like we don't know if Celtic were like the rumour was that they were trying to get two coaches and their, their director of football. Like that's the whole core of Bournemouth Football Club as well, that Celtic were uh, supposedly after that, you know what I mean? So you'll be looking at the they're basically kinda of ripping the heart out of their backroom stuff, but mm-hmm. don't know I mean if it's done any money that's unless Bournemouth start been asking for crazy money. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go a bit the board, but skater, uh, we'll, we'll never really find that out. But I mean, they don't even the wages in that the player that these coaches would expect. I'd imagine Celtic could at least match what they were getting for Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. Like, but let's go back to the fact like that. If they if they did want to come, I think they would have told Teddy how ages ago, Mark, that maybe they didn't want to come. Do you know what I mean that's like like? Really like to go and don't tell him the last minute like they're really letting Eddie Howe down as well, not just Celtic like you know these these coaches who he thought were his backroom staff and that they were reliable to him like so not only are, are they letting Celtic down they're letting him down like you know what I mean? They could have strung strung Eddie Howe along. It's like we think he's strung us along. Mm-hmm. And 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 John, what's your thoughts on on maybe Eddie Howe not being happy with Celtic's uh, chance recruitment plans that? Celtic showing him their chance for targets to players who they want to sign. Surely that the new manager company would have his own players that he wants to be coming like. But is that going back to this whole problem at Celtic that they identify the players themselves that they bring in the new players themselves and the manager has no kind of saying over us. Uh, definitely, that could be one of the reasons. Uh, it's kind of kind of pre- previous for that board's kind of. Well, that's kind of pick the players and they sign players instead of the manager getting the choice. And but if Eddie Howe, if his heart was really into companies, he'd come up here for his backroom staff and kind of got another coaching staff to kind of come up with him as well, like for somewhere else. But if his heart was really into coming up here and doing something, say like uh, it's a big club, there's a chance to come up here and win trophies, play in Europe. Uh, to not get back just because your uh, coaching staff, you want to bring me, he's not really want to come with you, then your heart's not really in the club either. But that's what I was trying to. That's what I was saying. John, I, I was saying myself and Mark were on a phone call today when the news broke that we were signing where we do a short night we were talking about like and I said like you have to uh, think about Eddie Howe's commitment to Celtic one he didn't give us a, a final answer for nearly three months right he won't come up unless his coaching staff were here when his coaching staff then said they won't come like any manager, like, you speak of Neil Lennon came in, he worked with John Kennedy, he worked with coaches ready here. Ronnie Dyler had no choice in who his coaching staff were when John Collins was appointed. Like, you'd have to question Eddie Howe's commitment as well, Mark, to the club, wouldn't you? Well, even without questioning his commitment to the club, surely he's been in the football that long. He should, mm-hmm. he should know other coaches that he would be able to 
approach to come and work with him. Mm-hmm. John? Oh, I definitely agree with Mark there. There's definitely other coaches I could have found. There's coaches in football that I jump at the chance to come and coach at a club, let's say, like, and for him to kind of use that as an excuse for no coming up, his heart definitely wasn't coming up and coming up here. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of glad he's no came. I wasn't for him really. Anyway, I've just kind of seen a lot of negatives about him. And I, I, also those good. I wasn't that excited about the appointment either, John. It wasn't, it wasn't like grabbing me as if... I, don't, I just thought everything... I thought he would have struggled with the change in culture, the change in city, the, the pressure and the difference between managing a club like Bournemouth and managing a club like Celtic. I thought we'd have... well, we were sitting we, we there, Mark, because... Everyone thought the deal was done. We accepted it. Do you know what I mean? that kind of thing? Like we oh, accepted, and we were, we were going to get behind him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I backed him. Without, do you know what I mean? If mm-hmm. he had to, how I'd have backed him? Just like even Neil Lennon, I never wanted him to be the manager, but I backed him simply because he was the manager. Eddie Howe never really excited me as a, an option as such. I, I, I think he would have still done as a good job, but it wasn't really the kind of level I was looking at. Is it fair to say, Mark, that maybe Celtic knew about this uh, on before the 25th of May when the, the Celtic uh, season ticket with news came out and they just led the, the Celtic fans on that the, the, the negotiations are still going on in the match? Do you think they knew that the negotiations broke down or did it just happen today? Well, I think, uh, reading between the lines, I think the club knew that there was either it was off full stop or there's like a serious obstacle in the way it's happening I think that's one of the reasons why the season tickets came out we, we spoke about it at the time, the club still needs to, to run, things still need to move on in another other department and we all thought that with the season ticket announcement would be around about the same time as the manager and reading between the lines that looks as if the club was actually planning and something's happened in the last week or so that they kind of put some, a spanner in the works with that and then obviously we found out the day that there was a span on the works. John, would you think like the people who purchased their season tickets, like uh, Ivy Celtic fans, is kind of disappointed how this broke out, but people who bought their season tickets now are kind of in the unknown about Celtic at this stage, aren't they? You know? Yeah, yeah fans will probably feel let down. Uh, kind of, I've committed to it again. I thought I promise, obviously, again, and if you see the games live, we'll need to kind of watch them for the streams again. Uh, they've committed to it and obviously some of them probably kind of renewed thinking Eddie Howe's going to be announced soon and that's how they've renewed and obviously they've just been up with a thermal blow and maybe that's how they've announced it today supposedly uh, 30,000 supposed to have been renewed so maybe say it's like we've got a good we've got a good renewal there so we'll just let them know now hang me we've not got that manager and obviously we mm-hmm. announce another manager we're bringing in maybe that'll entice some more people to renew again and get 17,000 on the waiting list as well but fair play to the fans that's renewed it's with the club uh, depending on this money but, yes. John, do you think that fans that were swithering, well, like swithering whether they knew or not over who the manager's going to be, do you think Eddie Howe was a, a big enough name to sway them? No, I didn't get me excited. I've, I, can, I wasn't excited. No, the way I was like Brendan Rodgers, I was kind of, I got announced, I was buzzing. Uh, when I heard it was him, I wasn't too, I was going looking him up and stuff, see how he'd done it, and one of the Reds put in the forum, it was terrible at setting up the fences, and that's something we needed sorted right away. That was Ed Vaughan. Actually, Tim lined up to come on the podcast to talk about Eddie Howe, but he actually COVID. Ed Vaughan, he's just getting over catching COVID. But I'd like Tim up to come on and talk, if, 
Do you think it would be a point that I'd got him to come on and tell us a wee bit of what he's like as a coach? Because that's his kind of thing, he's into that, but what will be happening now? Yeah, I, I could have had a wee conversation with him about it on the forum and I asked him if he's going to do it and Eddie Hill and he says to be honest, two of them are kind of when they hang me, but it's, they just had to announce why I don't know Eddie Hill just a wee bit, so it wasn't really excite me much. Mark, everyone, including ourselves, uh, uh, on the podcast and a lot of lads in the fall, like we we thought this deal was done, like so, like will it not be done? And um, after today's developments, like are Celtic at a crisis now? Do you think in, in getting a manager in, or is it going to be a rush decision now? Do you think just to get a manager in? Oh, well, I'm hoping that I've had. I've just been talking. I've interviewed that Favre. Favre, you pronounce it again. I'm not very good at pronouncing these form names. Favre, and they, well, we know that they interviewed Keenan, he was in the short run, but the short last bit. I hope that they've kept these other like, channels of communication for one of a better description, open with these <laughs> other. Well, <laughs> hopefully, they've kept these channels of communication open with these other candidates, and that's where they're, they're just getting through. Their, do you know what I mean? That's what they're saying today. They're working through and they're moving on to somebody else. Mm-hmm. When they say it's a crisis, it's such, when they go that far, yeah, Paul. Uh, Mark, Chad, sorry, your thoughts on that? I'm the same, I wouldn't say it's a crisis, it's just, that's only this important thing about it. They have no comment, it's all the negative press we're going to get, and we're in crisis and stuff, but that just seems like we got a decent manager in, that knows the game, knows how to train, and uh, the sports science stuff, and comes in and does a good job, I see he's taking the title again next season, as long as it's the right appointment, so, aye. But Mark, is it, is it like history re- repeating itself? Like I, I said on, on a podcast before, like in, in the in the rumours, uh, got and gossip slide. Uh, I said they're going to repeat themselves again in history, right? The the final stages of negotiations will fall between Eddie Howe, and we'd be looking back to a plan B and go for second and third candidates when Eddie Howe was number one. Is that typical said they gone over again? Or um, it seem it all that actual putting the finishing touches to deals and getting them over the line. But this has long on over Matt, don't this? But it has peace on on it has peace on all over these uh, contract uh, negotiations, don't this? That kind of way. And we were worried about that in the previous podcast that it was said that peace of law would be involved in uh, negotiations of the contract of new manager at some capacity it was said. You know? But I just still don't I still don't play the full blame of this at the Celtic store. Eddie Howe's played a long game with Celtic here. And mm-hmm. If it was known, he's told Celtic to take a job and Celtic's accepted that. Just going by there, though. Uh, sorry, Mark. Uh, a good question came from uh, Michael on, 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 the, on the live chat. He says, the only thing that concerns him now is that the new appointment feels about being the second choice of of the manager's list, that he wasn't the number one choice, you know what I mean? Like, could the second choice maybe go, look, I wasn't your number choice anyway, you told me you were getting any how are we going to start moving down the line a bit more, Mark, you know what I mean? You know? Don't, don't think managers and that would look things like that. Mm-hmm. Still an opportunity to manage Celtic whenever, do you know what I mean? I don't think... Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not your first choice, I don't want the job kind of thing. There'd be plenty of managers and coaches out there that would be more than happy to take a Celtic job. Mm-hmm. 
Catch Roy Keane all over the world. <laughs> you know, is he? It is. Is this name in the running marks? You think? No. Uh, honestly, I think it's. I think it's good to be. I've said it all along. It would be in the running at some point. The relationship that he's got with Nick Desmond and that. Mm-hmm. I think John, other, oh, I was going just going to add that mind other week it came out that even Roy Keane felt that his chance had passed him. Maybe that was when we Eddie had told Celtic he would take the job. Mm-hmm. Why Roy Keane came out, supposedly came out and said that to his close circle of friends. I don't imagine John, a big circle right enough. Exactly. John, would you think that would be fair to say that he's back in the running? Roy Keane? Yeah, I'd say that, yeah. I probably think it'd be maybe if, uh, probably getting a phone call and asking if he's still interested. And tell that, it's Roy Keane, he's kind of doesn't suffer fools and he just wants people in that park that's going to be going out there to win football matches and play for the club, play for the badge and bring success. But uh, it's just a, a side of Roy Keane as well, isn't it? The hairdryer treatment and they could lose the dressing room and stuff and things like that. But maybe we came in, I'll get behind him. But as I say, it's not really, really excite me much either. But, it's that's uh, old Dortmund coach at Favari. I kind of excite me a lot if he was to come in. I really hope it is him. Mm-hmm. What about this? Well, I'm not going to try and pronounce his name. Definitely not. And this Aussie, Greek Aussie manager that's both becoming. He's managing over in Japan at the, at the moment, and he's won leagues in Australia. I think that this I looked this fellow up there when I go, and this fellow does not excite me. Like, you know. Well, what's the thing as well? Sunday pop in the forum. It's the. The City Group own the club he's managing just now, and Fergal Harkins supposed to be crowned as director of football, and the Brookies mm-hmm. have made him favourite, so there could be something in that as well, he could have been contacted too, so I said, and it's like I'd never heard him, until my mate do was saying do, do you think, do you think, do you think so, John, maybe, maybe going at us, like that, maybe Eddie Harkin is there, going, going to be the director of football, and that, Maybe Eddie Hull wasn't kind of impressed that Richard Hughes wasn't going to be considered for the role, and maybe that was part of negotiations breaking down that Richard Hughes wasn't going to be part of his plans either, and Harkin was what was going to be director of football. That uh, could be a part of it, but he shouldn't be demanding who's director of football. Mm-hmm. Could you say he comes up to and is successful for a season or two, and he leaves? He's going to take him with him, and then we'll left when he's director of football. You want a director of football, it's why I come here long term and have a plan. It's going to kick us on. Then when the manager does leave, he's got a plan in place to bring somebody else in right away and keep the structure going that he's set up instead of just uh, leaving after two years with uh, the hill. Mm-hmm. Mark, would you, would you think that could be a consideration that maybe... I don't think we're going to speculate now with kind of names anymore after what happened today, like, boss. Maybe Harkin is the director of football and Eddie Hall mightn't have been happy with that. Oh, well, uh, John says there it could be part of it, but remember weeks ago we spoke on here, Paul, about uh, maybe be Hartley would be the director of football, Hughes would just and Richard Hughes would come in as a kind of a chief scout. Yeah. scout. But I went back to John says there, a manager, no a manager, Eddie Hound, anyway, shouldn't be coming in to demand. For me, the director of football is like a higher up the chain job than manager. I thought the fans will need the fans in the stands don't see it like that. But as a club for me, director of football is a bigger, more important role than the manager because as George says here, it's a continuity, it's their plan, it's their long term outlook that we're following. So a manager coming in shouldn't be making demands of who's going to be basically higher up the chain than him. Mm-hmm. 
who's to blame here, John, do you think? Is this Eddie Howe for stringing Celtic along for so long and then deciding kind of at the last minute that he wasn't signing it? Or, 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 was it, or is it Celtic's fault for not getting his backroom staff over the line in, in which he wanted? Or can we just blame the two, to blame the two sides for basically two of them not getting the deal done? That's the thing, there's two stories kicking about in Sweetland, do you believe? Mm-hmm. And it's very how I think he has promised to take a job and it's kind of came to the last bit and I've kind of had cold feet, his coaches and stuff and he just wouldn't like to come up here himself either. I thought like, because the coaches but his pals now as well. Uh, and the board could just be lying as well to kind of take the heat off him because there's no fans over the region. There's a lot of fans excited. I think Eddie Howe's going to be announcing. So I don't know mm-hmm. what's true. They're not really going to get the full truth. Well, if I can just come up going to the thing about mm-hmm. Ed earlier on, somebody said about the signing targets, he wasn't happy with them. Mm-hmm. Now, where did they come from? That's what I'm saying, yeah. I was asked that, that. That was my next, that, that's the next part of that. We've been looking for weeks about hopefully Eddie Howe's been working in the background, looking at players, even talking to players and sounding them out about moving up to Scotland. So well, maybe he's the director of football there that's looking at targets. That's what that is. In, is it's it's like, we want it, that's, uh, that's me letting. Neil Lennon's coming on the shot. Plenty of times before, right, I've heard how Howard came in, he should have been allowed to bring in a couple of mm-hmm. players that he trusted in the, in the But back to the thing we spoke about all along, it should be the director of football, they should have the main input on who we're signing. Because he wants a style of play, Mark, that he wants the club played, so he wants to be in players that he thinks that Celtic should be playing and that the manager should be able to have a system for these players suited to this style of play. Maybe Eddie Howe was the manager that was suited to this style of play and he had a plan. Like, you look at this young lad there that we signed, there, the fella, uh, the, the, the the young lad I mentioned the other day, Mark, I forget, he's 17-year-old. Dawson, Dawson. Yeah, yeah, Joey Dawson. I mean, like, you, you like to think maybe that there actually is a plan behind the scenes, that Celtic are working behind the scenes and that's Look, they're probably saying, Daddy Ho, look, you could be game players, but you're not having full control of the signings. You know, we, we need to have a plan for the future. We need to bring in some young players as well, but we want you to breed into the club. You know, we want Celtic to have a, a long-term plan, you know? Well, I, I'd say the other night, I think like, that Dawson sign, I think that's more, I'll be more down to something like Chris McCartney, oh. mm-hmm. looking at that kind of, like, looking at young players and things like that. But, man, like, just, any manager that comes into Celtic, Eddie Howe, Rodkin, whoever, they've got to work under the structure that Celtic have set up, or are planning and setting up. Mm-hmm. I was looking at something today, right? Now, this is not from no source. This is just from myself, just just thinking myself. Like Maybe Celtic turned wrong to Eddie Howe today. Look, it's been nearly 93 days since Neil Lennon left the club. We've been talking to you for so long. You know you're not number one target. You still haven't given us a, a direct answer. You, and you still haven't signed a contract. Today we need an answer. He couldn't commit. I was thinking, maybe Celtic put the club in the deal, Mark, that he hasn't given, which, with, with, the, with the, the Champions League qualified just around the corner, with supposedly this being the biggest rebuild in the, in the club's history. Maybe Celtic both said, yeah, look, the deal's off. We'll move to the next candidate. Look, we, have, we, 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 we still have plenty of candidates in the job. If you can't commit to us now, the deal's off. Do you think that could have happened, maybe? I think it could have happened. I'm not saying it did or it didn't, but I think there's going to have been 
No, like, cause like every every, every media source, Marcus Brayman says to care, like you know what I mean. Every media source said Celtic couldn't do this, Celtic couldn't do that, Celtic transfer targets. So maybe Celtic actually did pull the plug in this deal, and like Eddie Howe was just not committed in in, in making a, de- a decision yet. Like, do you know what I mean? Well, you know, could well be, Paul. But mm-hmm. just said the club needs to move on. We couldn't. We can't sit and wait for for forever. Do you know what I mean? So maybe the club has said we want exactly, but like for the end of, for the end of the, the end of May, as mm-hmm. before all these the talk about gardening leave, right? Bournemouth were out of the playoffs and everything. There was no reason. If Eddie Howe was taking the job, there was no reason for him not to be announced. Mm-hmm. John, do you think that could have been problems? Do you think that could have been a situation maybe Celtic pulled the plug that Eddie Howe still hasn't committed to the, and he actually couldn't give a decision today and, and that maybe it was dragging out too long trying to get the Bournemouth staff in? Definitely. That could have a big part in it because, you say, we need to get things up and running now. Champions League qualifiers are just in the coma. Uh, we've got a fan base that's kind of up my arms in it. It's kind of one success brought back straight away. And say, that's why I just got the plans all in order and just kind of start getting things moving again. And he's kind of don't get a full scale answer if he's going to come and commit in. so say I'm going to just pull the plug on it and go for somebody else uh, mm-hmm. if that's the thing if Celtic's not coming and actually says uh, we're going for Eddie Howe it's just been all media and the press the papers and the radio stations and stuff uh, there's no quite a tolerance about Eddie Howe it's just the manager do, do, do we have an idea who who this uh, uh, candidate are actually in, in advance talking to the talking to them or oh, can we believe the board, Mark, that they're actually in at an advanced stage with another candidate the way things have panned out today? Uh, I believe that they are in advanced talks with somebody. I definitely do believe that. I heard, I heard, and I, I saw it on Twitter, and when she put it up, uh, that John Kennedy started running to the showers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just saying on the live chat there. Yeah. Do you lads think you're recent events in Glasgow then and they do with a decision made be all involved? Nah, no nothing I don't think I would have any bearing on it at all terms, to be honest with you. I thought Mark uh, with, 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 uh, well, I, I thought about that right with all these recent events in Glasgow and, and all the the violence up there and things like that. That Eddie Hall wouldn't have experienced that so much because he was an English based manager. There was a doing in London and that, didn't he? Yeah. So he, I don't think he would experience it, Mark, and I don't think he would receive the abuse from some of the journalists out there just because he's he's a British-based manager. And I, I don't think he like he would have got some abuse because obviously he's the main the manager of of, of uh, the, the the arrival. Like, but I don't think Mark he would have got the abuse that Neil Lennon would have got, that Brendan Rodgers would have got just because they're Irish. Do you know? So I I don't think that would have came into it. I think if anything related to that was that. His family didn't want to move up there, and I think that's the only thing I can relate to that is that that maybe they didn't want to come up there because he, he spoiled he had a young family and right. maybe he didn't want to bring the family up to Glasgow. Do you know that can be you know expose them to it. As I spoke about before when I said about the culture shock him coming up to Glasgow. Mm-hmm. I don't know his family situation, what age his kids are, but even even going to these fancy private schools, his kids are still there as a Celtic manager's kids. Do you know what I mean? There'll be a certain amount of Grief mm-hmm. involved in that kind of situation, so whether that comes into it. I saw it on Twitter there, though, 
uh, already today, like some of the, the Celtic fans and some of the Celtic uh, groups and stuff like that, fans groups and stuff, are starting to point the finger at David Desmond and Dominic McCoy for not getting this over the line. And that Celtic now are going to revert to to uh, a panic by uh, ma- appointing a manager as a, as a panic. That's, it's all going to be panic from now on, Mark. Like, is it too early, though, for Celtic fans to be panicking so why that Eddie Howe wasn't being wasn't going to be installed anyway till June as like obviously as 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 we were led to believe that they had other candidates anyway that they've been talking. So I was thinking about seeing that Eddie Howe hasn't committed yet. Maybe Celtic were already discussing the jobs with uh, Eddie Howe. And maybe Eddie Howe it wasn't officially. Maybe he wasn't guaranteed a job either. That Celtic was still in negotiation with other managers. Do you think? No, as I said earlier, I'd like to. I think everybody expected it to be Eddie Howe, even mm-hmm. even the board. Even the board did like, but they always had a plan B. But they've got. I mean, they've spoke to other people that hopefully they've kept the lines of communication open. So it's just a case of moving them on a stage further. But I'm still, hearing something. Still, even for the gossip and the rumours that are coming out, I still again, I don't, I don't know how people can blame, really blame Celtic for. The situation that's open. I can't. I honestly can't. I honestly can't, Mark. I actually can't. Show the things. Eddie Howe, he's worked. Eddie Howe said, this this is a criteria. I want this X, 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 X. And if you've seen Celtic have done what they had today, they've tried to get the backroom stuff in he's wanted. Right? Yeah, but some fans have came out and said, Mark, you're going by... You said that Celtic took Eddie Howard. He's what some fans want. I don't know the fan on Twitter. I'm not going to say his name on Twitter, but he came out and said that when this day statement came out, they they had Eddie Howard. He's ward and blah blah blah. And he came out. Fraser Foster had gave Celtic his ward as well that he'd come and join. And it seems to be history repeating itself again. That Celtic are just taking people's ward rather than just getting the deal done. And if they don't can't get the ward, then the deal's off. That we're not learning from past mistakes. Oh, well, suppose you can look at it like that. But, listen, I see the stuff. I still think Eddie Howe's played a... It's still too early to, to throw the blame game, like because I think there's going to be more legs to this story as the couple of days go on, and maybe in another couple of days, more things will start coming out, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Probably never you know? find out the truth of what actually happened, Paul. Maybe he talked to Neil Lennon. <laughs> Maybe. But there's two sides to every story and there's somewhere in the middle usually, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think we're going to relate to panic buying, John? Do you think I was a too early for Celtic fans to be even thinking like this? Like, you know? No, I don't think it was panic. I think there's always been one or two candidates here. The story has been put in the one basket ready to and he's just kind of let us do it at the last minute. So he's gave us his word, really, and there's nothing you can really do. You can't force something to come. It's, Gave us his word and kind of say Alex took his word. Uh, and we just kind of mm-hmm. obviously think there's going to be him and at the last minute he just pulled out so there's nothing as Mark says you can't really blame the board there's nothing we can do if he's nowhere to come and his heart's not in it so the best if his heart's not in it so the best instead of kind of talking him down a wee bit and then he comes up his heart's still not in it and when he comes up he's doesn't really settling up here and it kind of I think that's it Mark I think like John, John summed it up there like it's for the best if he's if he's not really heart isn't really into it and like, as time went on, I kind of started getting that impression that 
Eddie Howe's kind of heart wasn't into it. You know, as, as it dragged on more and more, me and you were kind of coming up with these scenarios that maybe it was the Garden Leaf, it was the Bournemouth. But then when the, the season finished last week, Mark, like, there was still no answer there. And it kept dragging on again, kept dragging on again. Like, you know, the, the more the more dragged on, the more uncertainty I got that it, it was going to be Eddie Howe. Oh, you were a bit dubious at times over it because it was dragging on so long. But, I mean, let's not kid ourselves here. We're going as if this is Pep Guardiola or somebody like that. This, this has fell through me. It's, it's Eddie Howe. I mean, it's not... Like, we don't know who the other candidates are, Mark. Like, they could be... To me, they could be totally different to Eddie Howe. Do you know what I mean? It, you know? To me, this is not... No, uh, no great disaster, Paul. That's like saying, like... I, was well, I don't want someone, like... like so if it's not, I don't want like some people have been throwing names out there already. Like, uh, like the names though that came up after this panic boy thing. Like, you know, the one thing I don't want Celtic to be doing, Mark, is going to appoint the likes of Gordon Strachan, maybe Jack Ross from from Hibs or or crap like that. Like, people are just they're trying to put a cloud over Celtic and this this sort of fans group that had kind of negativity around the club since the end of the season. Do you know what I mean? And they're throwing out this. This kind of crap again, aren't they? You know, it's just the negativity rolling over for the way the season finished. It just creeps into everything, Paul. Mm-hmm. It really does. I mean, there we've got. I mean, John said we weren't keen in how, but if we'd got him, we'd have backed him. We wouldn't have been dancing in the streets about the appointment. But see, no matter who Celtic sign, there's going to be people on social media and on the forum moaning about it. That's just the way the the way the world now. You can't please everybody. There's that that social media just gives everybody a, a platform just to mm-hmm. do you know what there's mm-hmm. people moaning no matter who Celtic sign no matter who they appoint as a manager there's people out there that just like to have a moan about it. Mm-hmm. So this 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 manager appointment of Henry Hall was supposed to be in line with the the likes of like the hype was building up Mark that it was going to be like a Brendan Rodgers. Uh, thing and a Martin O'Neill era that Eddie Howe was going to be the next big manager stepping into Celtic. Do you think we still expect another big name manager to come in to like sort of uh, far from from Brucey Dortmund and stuff like that? Or well, I'd like to me, if we get Roy Keane, I think Roy Keane's going to be big name Mark if he's next down the line. Do you know what I mean? But even we're going about what Dermot Desmond his reaction to things. I don't imagine I don't imagine Dermot Desmond will be too pleased with the way Eddie Howe's. No, I that I talk about that next. I I I talk about that next. I'm so jumping, Mark. That's just what happens. You don't see my schedule. Is like to... I told you follow the lead, follow the lead, follow the lead. But, you know. So it's good. It comes down to that as well. But I think Celtic will still be looking. I thought I think you can forget talking people like Steve Clark and Jack Ross and things like that. Mm-hmm. I can't see Steve Clark, anyway, Mark, because he's not going to leave Scotland when they're just going to the Euros, and for him. For him to come, Celtic man's going to be after the Euros, and Celtic are going to have no time, uh, John, as well, to, to build a squad within two weeks of the Euros finishing. So I can't see Steve Clark coming in, so I think we can rule out Steve Clark, hopefully, because I wouldn't like Steve Clark to come in, John, would you? Uh, no, no, I have. Uh, Steve, come in, I get behind him. In terms of the uh, way Steve Clark sets his team up, I know he'll sort us out defensively, will be hard to beat. But uh, I just can't see it. It's I say that Ocean Fari. I hope, really hope it's him. So I was looking at his, his first season at Bruce Dortmund. He uh, finished second to Bayern Munich. He was only two points behind him. And they went to Nice as well. Uh, I think they, they got him further in the Champions League. It was their best season in decades. Uh, 
And obviously, it's also Bruce, I mentioned Gladbach, and he was at them. They've been at them, they'll fight relegation. They survived mm-hmm. it. And then the following season, he uh, got them fourth into the Champions League, and that was one of our best seasons ever as well. So you can see when he comes into a club straight away, kind of, he just transforms it, and he pushes the team right on that season. So I really hope it's him. So obviously, that's what we're needing this season. Can I transform everything again and push you right on? Um, mm-hmm. So just going what Mark there when Mark kind of jumped uh, the gun there on me there, like Desmond, Desmond does, he know, was involved heavily in, in these uh, appointment of Eddie Hall. He was involved in all three meetings that supposed to be had with uh, with Eddie Hall and Desmond does being one of them thought this deal was done. Will he be uh, sort of disappointed, Mark, that we can expect Desmond to actually even react big or no to to the next appointment as as manager. Well, I'm hoping so anyway. Because mm-hmm. I think this would have hurt the mark because he was kind of set to one Eddie Hall. What did he do with Desmond, you know? Well, it looks like uh, he's met him, he's took him at his word. And, I mean, I suppose I'd, the way uh, operating where Dermot Desmond operated, probably your your word and your handshake's good enough in that kind of world, do you know what? It's disrespect, Mark, really, ain't it, from Eddie Hall. It's disrespect to Celtic. It's disrespect to David Desmond after sitting down, saying to him, but and thinking like... Well, if it's been his family, he should have known months ago his family wasn't keen. If it's been mm-hmm. to coaches, he should have known weeks ago that the coaches weren't And if, even if he... Even if they... We say, even if they... Maybe they could, Mark, as we talked about that, maybe because he was in guardian leave that he couldn't maybe actually talk to him. And when he did talk to him then, oh, if, they were so, if they were so grateful to Eddie Hall, they really stabbed him in the back as well today. Like, you know, and they well, bought him a coaches. If they've strung, strung him along, I they're out of order as well. Mm-hmm. The thing about it as well was with the statement that Celtic made to, for reasons out with both his and Celtic's control, I mean, I mm-hmm. don't know what could be outside Eddie Howe's control that stop him taking a, take the job if he'd agreed to take it. That's My only thing to that, like, uh, sorry, John, go on. Yeah, that's the thing. If you really wanted the Celtic job, we'd be up here this week with uh, the Celtic guy, have obviously got announced as manager, his heart was really in this club and he was really want to be here to win trophies and make this club successful. As if his coaches weren't the to come, we could have fun. Coaches like, I, can't, I can't see John, like, how was all the Celtics control, like, you know what I mean? They were going by. What Eddie Howe was saying to them that it's his word, and then it seems to all fall back on Eddie Howe why he's not taking this job, and for reasons unknown, it seemed to be just at the last minute. Like, do you know what I mean? You know? Ah, uh, it's just it's been the last minute. It's just we suck up because I think everybody was all built up for it, and he's just kind of pulled the last minute. I think it's quite disrespectful, and I'm kind of glad he's not coming to the club, especially for that as well. Terence yeah. uh, Casey said. Uh, Surely they can't uh, they can't have another cock man in as uh, one one is bad enough. I presume he's talking about me. I think is he or <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark? Where do we go from here? Are we going to wait a, a, a little while longer for an appointment? Are we still going to see what me and you thought we'd see at the hoping point and was uh, on Tuesday, the first of June? I I don't know if it'll be Tuesday, but I'm, I'm thinking really it's going to be the next week before us. Civil war, as in like we'll all be right in the streets, but before the fans really start to turn on things, to get what I mean? It's a lot of fans. A lot of them are swithering whether the season tickets will be renewed, will we know who's going to be. There. I think that's kind of. I can't think that's kind of 
rowing the boat. As matter of fact, with these season ticket renewals like that, they want to get these season ticket renewals done and dusted as well. And like, they thought this deal was done. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's not just you know, season ticket sales. So the revenue. The revenue for them. But it's not just that. It's just the... We actually need to move on. We need to get this. And have a plan, like have a plan. Yeah, Celtic need to get on, Mark. Like have a plan. Things forward. These qualifiers are just around the corner, John. Like and like to say, like that Celtic had a plan, and Eddie Hall was a part of that plan, and now it's falling apart. Like you know, I mean, like this is like uncertain times, really, for Celtic at the moment, isn't this? Yeah, it's just it's adding negativity on the negativity. We should have, if he gave his word, we should have, have them in this week and can I get in a clean slate and get everything up and gone and up and running looking forward to the season which he's just probably the last minute he's going to put us in a bit of a hole but I'm saying I'm just hoping there's somebody there that's a strong enough good quality manager that they've had in mind as well we've kind of had conversations mm-hmm. over as well just to kind of see if he'll be interested and hopefully uh, somebody is there and they've got them in this week and we can just put all this behind us and just kind of kick on and try and have a good season next season I've a good one here Mark from, um, from, from Derek Murphy he says how can the club say that they're in advanced talks with someone else, right? If the talks broke down today, surely the backroom staff were approached in the last 13 weeks to see if they would have taken the job. Like, it's working both ways and that, I think, right? Celtic maybe approached Bournemouth, but they never, they never kind of made a proper offer because Bournemouth was still in the championship and with Eddie Hogan and Garden, if they didn't make a concrete offer... Maybe said they could agree a fee with Bournemouth, and that's one one of the reasons it could have collapsed. Two, I think they knew about Eddie Howe going back a couple of weeks, Mark, and they were actually in talks with this candidate for the last week, and they're actually in an advanced stage now with this candidate, and that's why they were going back to when the season tickets came out that they said a, a decision on the manager will be made fairly soon, that they were in advanced talks with this new manager, and they want an advanced talk with Eddie Howe altogether. You know, Mm-hmm. Eddie Howe, Favre and Roy Keane. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe Fawzi's always been that kind of... Like, I'm thinking, like, I, 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 I think along the lines now, like, that maybe... Maybe these lads were always in the line, like, maybe they haven't thought that they're not getting the job, yes. Because there were there was so much uncertainty that Eddie Howe maybe Celtic... Maybe no, right, that there was actually... There was a verbal agreement between Celtic and Eddie Howe, right? A verbal agreement, but nothing was concrete. And Celtic kind of never leaked that out to Favre and Roy Keane. And they're still kind of kept them in the loop as we're still going through the process. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. They've never said... They've never turned around and said to Roy Keane or I mean, Favre, mm-hmm. look, we've got a new manager. We've just said, look, we've got an agreement with somebody else. I think that's maybe when Roy Keane came out and said they didn't think he'd a chance of a job now. But just that week. Yeah, but you're still in the fold. There's, there's not no official agreement yet. We're still in the, the process of, of, of talking to this manager. That's what I'm looking at, Mark. That they may be the said Farmer and, and Roy Keane that we're still in the we're still in a, in a, an advanced process with this manager, but we're not in, at, a, at a proper agreement yet. But what, you two are still in the fold. Uh, you know? It would be. It would be see if Celtic still had just put all their eggs in the one basket with him and no kept communications with other ones. That's, to me, that's as bad as negligence's appointment of Neil Lennon without even looking at who else was in. And, and still keeping these candidates in the fold, yeah, exactly. Because one thing I would have hoped, John, is that Celtic did learn from their mistakes. Like, you know what I mean? That, that they, 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 they have a plan B. Like, we're going back to the Flazer Foster, we're going back to Neil Lennon, do you know what I mean? Just without no candidates, that they, they still kept these candidates in the loop, in the job, in the area. Would you think that, that maybe they have learned from their mistakes, John? Uh, possibly. Uh, definitely. Well, it keeps people in the background and the loop, as you say. But, uh, I know, how, how much have they kept them in the loop? How concrete have they made it to them? Or is it just kind of kept in the back of their mind? Thinking Eddie Howe is committed the whole way. Yeah, just for the last minute. But. Here's an interesting, like, there's no legs for it, but Paul Ward has suggested, they're like, what about the fella from Wolves, Mark, leaving yeah, Wolves recently, like, Santos, S- Sancho, is Beauty Sancho leaving Wolves all of a sudden, like, she maybe said they could approach him, or I think, you know. But, like, so, Wolves is a weird set-up, there's, he's got a lot of saying what Wolves were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it was anything in that. Look, I, to be honest, I don't know if I would want him. He's a bit of a spicer figure. Did you know we can do Mark, no? No, I don't think so. Just even going in the rules forum and that kind of thing, John. He seems to be a kind of a figure. Either loved him or hated him kind of thing. Aye. Yeah, even that he's going back to that, Mark. Even that, even in his, in his press conference after the games and stuff like that, like... If things didn't go his way, he was getting very kind of frustrated or angry towards the officials all the time. Like, he was kind of blaming everyone else, but not the Wolves team themselves. Like, you know, I was lost in that. A lot, actually, about him, you know? Well, that was that step up for Lennon, then. He was just blaming the actual team, wouldn't he? At least he few came in and just blaming the officials. You can't move the forum. There's plenty of them on the forum that blame the officials for everything, isn't there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I... Can, can you imagine now, like, just imagine it now that <laughs> Neil Lennon was appointed caretaker manager till the end of the season. <laughs> 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 I 
That's what I'm saying. Next season, till they appoint a new manager that they're in the process of appointing a new manager and Neil Lennon will take up. Can imagine the season ticket with news then? Peter Lovell. Then it's Peter stepped in as CEO. We're going to give him a crack at first team coach. Do you know what, Mark? It wouldn't surprise me with Peter Lovell. Would, would it that if he took that decision upon himself? Do you know? I want uh, something to be shares, Paul. There's something to look into. Peter, yes, he shares. Now that he's, does that, does well, Mark, is that go, is that going back to that he's going to be still involved in Celtic at some capacity? Like, is he going to still have his shares and being along the board as a shareholder? You know, I'll have to look into that for another for another podcast. Ah, uh, well, well, definitely. I have stuff to do with Celtic behind the scenes. We just don't know it. Just kind of we took away from us. Obviously, like last week in the day. Is it right though, John, like that? Like myself and Mark said it at the start of uh, when we were doing this podcast and uh, when Lennon was stacked, sacked and when Celtic were, were going to appoint a new manager, that it was mentioned that Lord came out and said he was leaving then at that time, but then a couple of weeks later it came out that Law will be a part of the process of hiring a manager. Right? Even though he's not going to be with the club next year, he'll have a big role in appointing the manager. Is it right that he's having a role to appoint a new manager, even though he's not going to be the, the, the chairman next season? Or CEO, sorry. You know? John? Uh, I, I definitely think he's, he's still going to have stuff to do with the club. Obviously, he's he had a, a role in appointing a new manager. I think he's definitely going to be having a run behind the scenes. He's just kind of been took away from the public view because fans want to have him, fans are wanting him out. And it may be a uh, messed up season ticket renewals if he wasn't removed, so he's kind of just kind of. I saw, sorry, John, I saw, uh, continue there, I'll, I'll come back in. Go on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com uh, i just uh, seen there obviously you have stuff behind the scenes obviously still he's making too much too much money say, like, to leave I think he stayed there as a, maybe a, an outside consultant or something like that, so that they can fire things back off, as Max said, like for his experience. But once he's not making the decisions, John, is the main thing. Like If they can go to Peter Law because no one knows the club better than him, get advice off him, but then for maybe Dominic McCoy, then to have the final decision of what's going on, do you know? That's the thing. Uh, well, I know about having the final decision, but cause that's... Uh... It's the same with Brendan Rodgers, he wasn't really getting the final decision at the end with uh, the players and stuff, and I think that's one of the reasons he left as well. 
Mm-hmm. Mark, what did I speak to you about last time in the, in the last podcast about Flan Alonso being spoken to by Dominic McCoy about the first team development in a meeting and the first team future? Could he be in the running, not the manager job, but with some role within this first team squad? Maybe Eddie Hall wasn't as. Maybe that could be. I just put. I'm just throwing the room out there because I saw. Uh, Fran Lanza on the live chat, Mark. Do you think he could be involved in this next first team setup? Oh, like, there's no legs to this, no like. But no, I, I, I go back to this meeting, Mark, that he had with Dominic McKay, and why would the ladies' manager discuss the men's team? Do you get me? Things like that. Fran Lanza's coming to the show us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we think I am the strikes of that, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Considering, Mark, that you did, you did know who he worked with, like, you know what I mean? He's worked with the likes of Pochettino as, as, as director of technical football, and uh, he was uh, one of Joe Sabina's coaches at Tottenham and everything, like, for the first team and everything, like, so he was he a was tactical manager for both teams, like, so there's something there about that that I think we're not seeing about this fella, do you know what I mean? You know? Oh, I wouldn't say that. But we're not seeing anything. He's in charge of the women's team, and they're, and they're doing well, like yeah. But but it comes down to he's that's CV. Look at his pedigree, who he's worked under, and, and football's football tactics wise, Paul. So if he can make a step step up to be part of it, I think I I think I think it could be it could be a situation, Mark, that maybe he could be be he could he he might be promoted considering that there was a meeting there. Do you know what I mean? It's a strange, like you know what I mean, because. He's the manager of the maybe maybe Dominic McKay was just floating things off of Mac because he was in out of the club and he's in the club and what was his thoughts on what happened in the first team? You know, did he hear anything that was going on in the first team? Maybe it could just mean that, you know what I mean? Getting another getting a football man's opinion on football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, do you think it's gonna be another week or so or another two weeks or do we actually need this appointment in if we're at advanced stage? Are we expecting something to be done fairly fast? Yeah, I'm hoping it's this week and I'm expecting it to be this week as well. It's just all this negativity away. It's, day, yeah. it's kind of always on the 1st of June, isn't it, when Celtic appoint their, their managers. Actually, was it Martin O'Neill, Mark, you said, was appointed the 1st of June. Brendan Rodgers was the 1st of June. And I put it up on the forum earlier, I think it was earlier on this morning, when I was t- talking to Richard, was answering him. So, mm-hmm. When you look back, apart from Neil Lennon, because he was already like yes. at the club and that, but Celtic have been, it's been June, May, the end of May, June, when they've appointed other managers. Season tickets always go on sale early in April with Venosa. Mm-hmm. Season that way, it's not really any any different. It's just more, again, it's just due to the hurt for last season that everybody's wanting everything done. We want it done a miracle kind of idea. I just wanted to ask um, uh, Barry uh, Iceman, he's, he's on the live chat there, like, what's his thoughts though? Because he was as one of us thought that Eddie Hall was done and dusted and he we were actually thinking, he, he was one that was on the podcast, was like that he's fairly confident that it's going to be Eddie Hall and, and we were all confident, like, who does he actually think uh, is the next manager and maybe who does he think is going to be next in line? You know what I mean? I've 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 a feeling, Mac, just because of the connection, 
between Desmond and Keane that maybe it's it's going to be like Keane? You know? Mark? Oh, I, I don't it's going with the connection, like, do you know what I mean? Because Desmond wanted him as well before, didn't he? Oh, you know? So I said earlier, there's always that connection between Desmond and Keenan. Just the wee kind of Irish mafia group kind of thing, isn't it? So I, I don't think Roy Keane's out the running. I really don't. If they if talk for this Favre, Favre, whatever, I'll need to learn how to say that before he becomes a manager, won't I? If it's talk- I, de- I, I, definitely, I definitely have to. I definitely I'm terrible at pronouncing names. Terrible. Thank God he's back. Imagine if this Australian fella came in. <laughs> Shoggy, we'll call him Shoggy. Shoggy. <laughs> I can't even get the Scottish names right if I say But I think that uh, I, I, if it is no Favre, I think it's going to be Roy Keane. I just, I've got a sneaky suspicion that he's going to be again. He's maybe going to be the the ultimate backup plan if you get what I mean. Yeah, I agree, John. I think uh, same with Henry Cosgrove there, John. He's saying it's between Keane and Favre, but it's going to go back to the same start now again. Any manager that leaves his club, I think that's going to be linked to Celtic again, John. Isn't this, you know? Uh, definitely, definitely. So, hang on, as I say, how do you think this will rub off the players as well? Because probably a lot of them said in their head they're going to be working on that. Yeah, because you think of um, like, one, of the reasons, one of the reasons myself and Mark and Barry thought that, that it was going to be Eddie Howe that the deal was done and dusted was... Um, when Stephen Welch came out after a game, and he says that the next manager, uh, Eddie Hall, his style of play will suit us, he'll suit the young players, and give the young players a chance. Like, I, I, I say the players thought it was Eddie Hall as well, Mark. You know? I think everybody... Everyone, everybody yeah. Even, even the press and the spates spoke about, Peter Law's got his wee pals in the press that leak stories to him. Everybody in the press just... Expected Eddie Howe to be announced the Celtic manager at, at some point. Oh, I see here, I know, and, and we actually saw this today, and I texted you, Mark, about this, and I was like, oh my God, please not. It's on the live chat there as well that Sam Allardyce has been taken linked to it. Jesus, God, uh, oh, get him signed up. No chance. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe tried to play the long ball up to yes, he. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know, imagine this. But that certainly would if they were if they if if they want season tickets renewed, that's certainly not going to do it, Mark. Is this Sam Allardyce? No, and he'll probably he'd want a share every season ticket that we sell probably as well. And he wouldn't even get a I he wouldn't even get. He's as dodgy as a bunch of monkeys at Sam Allardyce. I wouldn't. He? Then with the interview he got cast in over Saudi Arabia, man, that can be the most. Just the oh, he's shady. He's a shady man. He was only two. So look, his first TV managed show was in Ireland, show Limerick City show. That's the one, the most. I'll be careful now. I said that case they find out where I live. One of the most dodgiest places you can fucking go on in Ireland. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, England manager when he was caught doing Yeah, that's that's that was that. Oh, that's how he lost it. I think he gave that. He, I think he was only manager for about two games or something at the time, John, weren't he? Two games. Oh, it came out and it was about how he used to take backhanders off agents to sign players and and stuff like that. Like he'd say, like, you tell the club it was one price, you tell the agent there was another price, and then when the money comes to you, you get a backhander. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'd say he was up to some some scams in his time, Mark, there, you know? Oh, I was, you know? 
I'm sure the tax man was after him for money and everything. I have no, no chance I would let Sam Allardyce near Celtic. Well, Mark, it's a true thing about about the about the English Premier League. And you, who were you speaking to there on the phone about it there the other day? About this circle that's in the English League that everyone talks to the same man just all the time. It's a circle, it's a circle, it's a circle. It's a wrong about that. These same man just... Maybe I don't know if you can mind him, Alan Kirbishley. Uh, Corbishley, yes, Corbishley. He was another one that just... Tony Pulis was another one. They all just they get jobs down in England. For, mm. to, for me, it's not to do with their actual managerial ability. Because some of them are the worst managers you can see. The football plays terrible. And mm-hmm. just, uh, for me, there's something dodgy, you know, that that's one of the reasons... I don't. I, 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 I couldn't see another relegation team. No time to Sam Allardyce because of Watford. Uh, uh, not Watford, sorry, West Brom being relegated. Because that's what he was known for, was keeping these teams up. But that really ruined him out that he couldn't keep West Brom up, didn't it? You know? I think that was the first time he'd been relegated. Well, he usually does it all the well, time, but I haven't done that time. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you're dodgy on then, John Terry. Jesus Christ, if he was linked to the job, you know, I don't think they'll go for someone like that, Mark. I don't think. I think. I, I think uh, Eddie Howe was the youngest I'm, I'm, manager that we were going. Either. I think that that kind of level of manager and the the youngest we would have went. I think was Eddie Howe. I think that was the youngest manager that Celtic would have went at. Uh, I don't. I couldn't see him going for. So inexperienced considering what ha- unless they're going to bring in someone like Gordon Strachan to walk above him uh, to give him guidance bringing in a young like, a manager coach it would need to be a really really strong backroom team behind him mm-hmm. you know I, I couldn't see Cedric doing that on my mark do you know what I mean oh sorry Terence said he lives in Limerick sorry about that Terence <laughs> <laughs> I knew it I knew it it was Terence and it's actually a lovely place now actually I walk in Limerick Terrence, so sorry about that. I really landed myself there, didn't I, Mark? We waiting for you to say your work. You know? Just ask with his wife need any slim fast, I'll get you in the good books. You know no, but go 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 back to and I think Terrence would agree, like years past like Limerick had its it, it its worst time in, in, in Irish history going years back and one thing you have to say about the Limerick community there, Mac, is they all came together to push these drug dealers out and they pushed them out and they pushed them out and no way would they let violence come back into their city now. No way would they let it. Hey, I, watched a, I watched a documentary on that a few years back. You know, it, it was, it was, it, it was ah. Mac. It, it, it was. At the time, I think, was it Terence? I think it was around the early 90s, early 2000. It was a hard time to be living in Limerick for maybe for the likes of Terence living in there. It, it was a horrible place. People getting killed, innocent people getting killed for being in being in the wrong place for the wrong time. Mark, do you know, do you know, being, do you know, and drugs the, are a lot of places over the years. Yeah, and the, one family member got killed, and when they, the the whole Limerick just rallied around this family, Mark, and they pushed the drug dealers out, drug dealers out, you know, and. That's one thing Limerick is known for, the, the, for, for doing that, you know, that they really, they, they wouldn't let it come back into their city, you know, but so we're that's not every time. We're not going there for a night out then. I, I certainly not anyway, I won't be inviting Terence anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your chin. <laughs> you know, 
sure what you said, Mark. Like, it's not related to thing. Like, but it has room so many estates, tongues, and stuff like that. It's drugs, hasn't it? It's just ruined so many families. Like, you know. Oh, really? Has even even where I staples, it's a wee housing scheme, right? But it's a bit notorious as anybody in the live chat that stays about Hamilton area will tell you. But it's not as bad as it used to be. Back mm-hmm. see, 20 years ago, there were streets that... Yes. No, I mean, I wouldn't let grot bags walk down the street ourselves to these places. But even I stayed here now, I've seen it here now, and I've seen the start of it. Like, you know, and you saw many um, things out, like... Myself and Macker might, might actually start up a conspiracy podcast as well. Uh, we're starting to see uh, young fellas, no Mark, going around. Like, and with all the the negativity and media sites about how bad smoking is fire, and you see still young fellas just to be part of the group smoking. Do you know, if I knew back then, Mark, what smoking would don't you, I wouldn't have touched the fag, I'd say, if I, was, if I was a young lad now. I'm the same, Paul. I'm kind of struggling to stop smoking as well. I kind of stop it for a few weeks, and as soon as I take a beer, I end up just smoking again, and it's just a, a cycle. Uh, it's, it's tough, man. I totally regret starting smoking. Well, I, even, I even regret starting smoking more than I regret starting drinking. Yeah, but see, like, they're going on about, like, there's a, there's a thing now here on, like, that they're trying to declassify uh, drugs. It's a big whole, whole debate, right? But the thing I can't get, right, that they were talking about, right, these are the same groups, right, that want to get uh, cigarettes banned outright. They want to ban cigarettes outright in Ireland, like this group. But they want to decriminalise drugs, like the heroin, cocaine, and things like that, right? That you you don't get a, a, a criminal sentence, you go into rehab. So you get more drugs in rehab than you would inside the... Like, you know what I mean? You know, no sense to them, like, you know? You know? Uh, the, police, the government when they ban, when you go, mate. But the police like to see all the young boys. Now I've got a wee nephew gets, he gets pulled up and caught with wee bits of grass all the time and that. He's, he's not doing anybody hear him, any harm. He's walking for his bit down to his pals, or he's walking vice versa, and the police will see him. That's all right, yeah, for your post use, Mac, if it was a small bit. The police should have better things to give their time and pull a young boy up for a bit of grass in his pocket and that. You know, but it depends on the guard too. Then uh, I call him the guard outside police. But it depends on the the police officer Denmark who stops it. Don't they? He you could get one police officer that would make that a big deal then for you, like, and he'd probably bring you to every single court if he didn't like you, and if he he was out to get you, you know. It's an easy, it's an easy, not even an arrest, you know, but it's just it's an easy number for them and they're checking their stats for how many tickets they've given. You know, it's a lot of nonsense. Kevin says there that it's actually the Cork people who are dodgy. <laughs> we're special down here in Cork. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we think. We're, we're, uh, we're a different breed to Ireland. We, we've our own passports and everything down here, Mark. <laughs> Henry, there's Henry talking about Lampard. I just said yes, just, I wanted to move on from that. Oh, wouldn't he take I, Lampard? Is, he, is that appointment, Mark, too inexperienced for such the, the rebuild job that we do? That, that we're doing, not just Lampard, like anyone that's. Well, going back to this first one, Mark, uh, that was linked to the job first, Mark, I know he's gone he's gone away and out to Italy somewhere, is the Manchester City lad, yeah. Parma he joined as a head coach. Yes, oh, yes. I mean, I thought Lampard was doing a good job for Chelsea. Obviously, Chelsea's got bigger ambitions for, 
where he was doing. But well, Mark, what do you guys saw about Lampard then, Mark? Is that... that is, again, it's down to the backroom staff. Yes. You know, I mean, Chelsea's got the man sitting in that. Every, every department, they've got the best that they can afford and the best that's available for that department. So somebody like, if it was a young coach like Lampard, he'd need that same kind of level of support at Celtic. Every mm-hmm. need to be the top-notch game for a, a, a going about project players. For me, that would be a project manager. And like, like what, what I know too about Lampard as well. Like that, he started falling out with senior players as well. Do you know what I mean? Giroud was rumored to be falling out with him. But that happens with a young manager like that. Senior players kind of try to overpower a younger manager. Uh, you know, well, and and it, well, Barry was going to tell you in any dressing room that's there's guys that run the dressing room. You know, Scott Brown would have been the prime example of that. So, if we saw with Ronnie Dyla, if you've not got the respect to senior players, you're going to be struggling. Mm-hmm. Could would you think in in any any capacity that maybe Ronnie Dyla is in the running of this or? Do you have Celtic maybe seen enough of him that he, he won't be a future Celtic manager again, John? Ronnie Dyla? I don't think Ronnie Dyla would come back to say like that, kind of, He's happy where he is. He's kind of somewhere good. I think it's a New York, kind of, is it? Is it a New York team? Oh, it's a, yes. Uh, yeah. It's kind of for man, city group. Uh, uh, city group. Man City, yeah. Like, uh, the, the, if we're going back to the Harkin as, as director of football, like, you you kind of have to throw out that link as well, like that maybe Harkin could bring him in and work on Lee Harkin because what I heard is all these Man City groups that are boss, they're all, uh, Man City is kind of a, a role model for all of them that they, Man City kind of loan their players out to all these kind of teams as well, you know, these these, these teams that the, the Man City group buy and they're all based on the Man City model, all these teams, the way they play and stuff like that, you know? You know, so that's... Uh, would you like him back, Mark, Dyna, or has has that boat sailed? Ronnie, I'd, I'd, I know I've said it for long enough on the forum, me and Welsh, mm-hmm. but again it would be back to, it would need the right set-up. But like John says... And, and then bringing his own staff this time, Mark, or something like that, you know what I mean? Well, you know? him and the director of football bring in the staff kind of thing, but mm-hmm. I can never see him coming back. I think he said he I don't think he enjoyed it after the first season. And I think, Mark, what we saw too, like, is we saw a great example of some people say, never go back to your old club twice. So, I mean, lose, leave on a winning streak. And we just saw a prime example of that happening to Lee Lennon this season, didn't we? You know? I'm a great believer in that myself. Mm-hmm. Never really, off the top of my head, I can't really think of many players that it has worked out for. Coming back, but hasn't really like Mark and like uh, and and that's that's true to be to be like the Charlie you know, probably he was one of the winning probably he was but he left then when he was younger then as well Mark didn't he? Uh, I went to Aberdeen I think when you know well, Wolves he went to. Is it Wolves? I, I, I was Wolves first in it. I had in Aberdeen. I got actually kind of made it a wee bit, and then they get brought back. It's kind of hot, young players in it. They get released then. Can I make it somewhere else and they can I come back and they've kind of got to a standard? It's just been rumoured there that Harkin and Roy Keane are out in the lash tonight. Well, 
they're not in Cork anyway because we're in lockdown, so unless they're drinking in the field with cans, right. they're, they're... Disney drink. No, I gave it up years ago, didn't you, Mer? I like in Disney drink. Do you think, though, will we see a more mature Roy Keane if he did come in, John? Do you think we'll see a more mature Roy Keane? Do you think maybe he's learned a more calmer approach under Martin O'Neill to, to be level-headed? Or would, would it be typical Roy Keane that if things didn't go his way, he'll start doing what he normally does, come out and naming players and shame them in, uh, in the media and stuff like that? Uh, I think if he'd come back, I'd be a camera, but I would still have the Roy Keane. He would still play like players know when I know up to standards and know doing well, but I think he would kind of manage it a bit better, like camera, because he's at Sailor, and I think he would maybe want to make a success yet, and kind of know what he wants to dress in them and stuff. Because we saw that in, in the Lennon Mark, that he came back a more mature manager the second time, but one thing I noticed about Lee Lennon is when he matured and he got in, he lost that bite that the fans loved of Lee Lennon being on the sideline, jumping, celebrating, giving giving his all to the players and maybe to the sidelines and stuff like that. It wasn't the same Lee Lennon in his second run as manager, so it wasn't the old Lee Lennon, you know? No, he didn't have the same... Well, he wasn't showing the same kind of passion in that, I know what you're saying, but the thing about it with Keane is he's been away and he's been an assistant manager for so many years under Martin O'Neill. That's what I'm saying. Would he have learned a more calmest approach, Mark, how to team and stuff more? spoke about it before, Paul. That mm-hmm. The assistant manager is a kind of buffer between the manager and the team. Exactly. The assistant manager, it should be him that's the kind of the pally one with the players kind of thing. He's the buffer between them and the manager. And you couldn't see Roy Keane, like... So he must have been doing something right for, him to, for Martin and he to keep him in that job with the Republic when he went to Aston Villa. Exactly, like... Martin he must have like he must have seen something in Roy Keane that that maybe we haven't seen Mark that maybe Roy Keane is good at trading, maybe Roy Keane is good at like getting players their position. Yeah. Mind so, yeah. your standards. Yes. You know, and that's maybe something that like any manager you expect to come in, even Barry said that like you expect any manager to come in to to put high standards into a club, John. But maybe Roy Keane is the man that they need at this precise moment to get these players who are staying and who left us down this season to get their finger out of their ass. Definitely, you know? I got a point there. So, did Roy Keane know fault with Jonathan Walters in Ireland because he was kind of faking injury and know what he yes. And they kind of had a fault with him because he wasn't training. He was kind of basically getting him tail. The best thing train. I heard about no, the Tino kid on that his mum or dad had died. Uh, I think if Roy Keane can assist it or can act it. Just mm-hmm. so they couldn't train and stuff, and I think he's fooling for it. Ah, he's just wanting people else going to come in and train and go and play for the badge and go and win games. Like, that's one thing that you, you, you'd you have to give Roy Keane is that, Mark, he, he, he'd want the best. And what did you say about him, Mark, that if you're playing, you've got to show your manager you're playing and you won't be dropped. Ah, it's on YouTube, it's funny. The compilations with him and that is it Mika Richards off his sky and that's mm-hmm. what he's saying. He says if you get into training performing I'm paraphrasing this, but performing to the highest level and you're out in the field gain everything you've got, your manager don't give your manager the choice to drop you. That's the mm-hmm. thing. If you're playing at the top of your game and gain hundred percent the the manager can't drop you. And even Michael Conroy is saying they're like like Michael, who who be joining us on the podcast on Sunday, uh, or even tomorrow, Mark, if there's news. Like myself and Mark are 
right to go if there's any news alerts or anything like that. That's when we got the news today. The first thing we said, Mark, is that we we do a podcast tonight yeah. when this news broke. So when there's news, we will we'll bring you a show. But Michael said, Mark, you wouldn't want Joaquin to be different. You wouldn't want him to calm down. You want him to be the fighter that made him Roy King as manager, to, to bring that... Because that... Roy King would brush off in the club, I think, with his random mentality, Mark. I think that would brush off the club. You know? Oh, Roy King came in, the, the full public face of the club would change to an extent, Paul. But, but the problem, Mark, then is that... He's not, oh, sorry. That, he's not going to sit there in press conferences and hold his wished. Mm-hmm. He's going to bite his tongue. If something needs said, Roy King's going to say it. And that, for me, could be a problem when it comes to the Celtic board backing him up. See, that's it, like. Do you think he'd get the same abuse as Neil Lennon? He wouldn't stand for it. I, 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 don't, I think he might at the start to kind of get that level, uh, John, but I think it would be, or I don't think he would put up with it. I mean, if Roy Keane spoke up against something like anti-Irishness or whatever in Scotland, there would be an uh, news... Matt, do you know what would happen? Do you know what would uh, he'd take it the full way, I think, as well. Do you know what? Americans here, do you get what I mean? American football yeah. fans here about Australia. If he spoke up about something like that, the newspapers of the world would be sitting up and taking notes here, I think. Uh, I think he would demand stuff, then. We saw a example this year with Stephen Gerrard. Do you know what I mean? That the Scottish FA would back off. You know what I mean? They backed off. Rangers got away news of stuff this year just because Steven Gerrard. And and that's a fact, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, as soon as Gerrard came in, he spoke about the referees had been against yeah. for years. And look at that. Willie Collum hasn't refed in Ibrox all season, maybe once. And then they complained him, and then he hasn't left there all season. So, Mark, there's an impact there. Like, but I couldn't see Roy Keane backing down off the Scottish FA and, and stuff. He... Keith speak up, but the one thing Mac that Roy wouldn't take is that like Neil Lennon put up with that if the board didn't back him. Do you know what I mean? He'd want the board to back him, like if Roy King said something, Roy King would want the board to back him and be on level terms with him. Roy King wouldn't be a yes man, Mark. Do you know what I mean? That's that that that'd be my only problem. The you know what I mean? question that he would be a yes man, Roy King would be Roy King's man and speak his mind to it. Folk liked or no? That's just basic. That's what he's been like all his life. That's that that that's, that that would be the fallout, Mark. I think that could be the fallout if if Viking is thinking that if he wasn't backed in some capacity by the board over something like I I, I that's the only way I could see uh, Roy Keane and Celtic not working is 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 him the board. Can you mind that interview him in his press conference and the guy's phone was ringing? Oh, I'm raging. Oh, turn, the, turn it off. Imagine if that happened in a Scottish press, a Celtic press conference, the way the Scottish press would have projected that, the way Roy Keane had acted. They'd have turned him into some kind of devil, evil, do you know what I mean? Ignorant pig king. Exactly. Uh, exactly. That, that, to me, that, that's just water off a duck's back to Roy Keane. I think he thrives on that kind of... That, that's what Roy Keane tries it, Mark. Um, we, we used to see that too when... In the Lennon at his first said back, we used to see he tried and that, but, but since Lee Lennon came back, he was just, I didn't think Lee Lennon was the, the same person at all when he came back into the club. Do you know what I mean? He, he, he wasn't. This thing with Hibbs like that, he'd have fallen up with Hibbs as well, Mark. Lee Lennon was a broken man even before he came to Celtic again, I think. You know? I think he just took that much abuse. And, uh, yeah. In the years, he just, his, his brain was just mentally drained and 
just kind of Larry wins up, just kind of leave it and just no say so much stuff because he wasn't want no abuse again. Just came in and time manage. I just turned out there though, like, like because they're, they're going to be popping up, like like there's no manager at this moment in the Scottish League who could step up and manage Celtic, is there? In the Scottish League, no. In the Scottish League, yeah. Like, so John Hughes, no, Mark, at least he left. Because, Mark, you know for a fact, though, that they're going to, their names are going to pop up. Jack Ross's name already popped up. There's no manager there, and the board shouldn't even be considering these types of managers for, for jobs. No. You know? I lived in the Scottish League, I would even consider for it. You know? Jack Ross is only one probably in it, and even at that, it's not really, it's a, not really exciting. It's a, no, no, He's not really done anything, John, has he? Ah, oh, that's not really exciting. I wouldn't really want him. If they did pick one, it probably would be him if it had to be one, but it's not really exciting. I was thinking I want to go higher on that and uh, it's better, a better candidate. Derek McInnes got a new job yet? No, I don't think he's got a job yet, has he? He's still kind of... No, he's still out, yeah, he's still out. <laughs> but that's just showing a lot, Mark. Like, you know what I mean? That if... If clubs down the south are looking at Derek McGuinness and stuff like that, like, sure, he's definitely not. I, we wouldn't even consider him, like, but, like, I, I can't see why the, the media are leaking Scottish, uh, not just Scottish managers, like, managers in the Scottish League, the Celtic, like, when clearly the fans know that these managers aren't good enough to step up. Like, I'm just half afraid that we're going to end up with John Kennedy. No, you know? that's not going to harm. I can't see it. That's that's cost too much up, bro. You know that's it. That's what I'm saying. Like, but considering how some people would call the board this year being so brazen and some of their decisions being so quiet, would it surprise you if they did it, John? Not really. Uh, not really. I think uh, I've kind of got good good season tickets in there, so they kind of maybe be happy with that. But uh, mm-hmm. any surprises? But I think. Yeah, John, it, could be, it could be a reason to put out the season tickets, get them now, and when the season tickets are done, announce fucking John Kennedy then. Could be, could be, Paul, that's sort of kind of like how he kind of run up until they've sold all his season books. Now, obviously, they've sold a good amount, now it's kind of put out how he's not coming, so they, they could be, I've yeah, got a point there. Oh, but yeah. I suppose they've sold 30,000, but I think they're going to be selling any mail than John Kennedy. John Kennedy's not going to be Celtic manager. No, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. I know that's yeah, but just but Mark, you could, you could see, you could see, you, you can see why I'm saying it's like how how boys this the uh, Celtic Porter being this season get the season tickets out now, say that and get them sorted. Then we announce Kennedy. Do you know what I mean? You could would it surprise you, Mark, if they did that? Uh, that me, you know? Uh, yeah. But would it be so brazen to do it? I'm saying the board, considering the decisions that we had this year, boy. That again, I said, Would you think the board would be so brazen to do it? Like, considering like how bad we they've been and how bad Celtic fans have been against the board this season, could you see the the, the board announcing Kennedy? No, no, you know, no, just no chance in the world, Paul. It's just see if it's because, like, if they'd be opera, Mark, wouldn't there? They'd be opera, there would be just a you know? uh, would be a to- just a final total slap in the face for to the like. Realistically, he came in and won all his games in charge and exactly. won the Scottish Cup. Have a bit of an argument. You see the actual uh, people would have. And especially how how we saw how 
how, how, he, how he was unable to put his own kind of tactics on a team. That, like, when any caretaker manager comes in, he puts his own kind of intake, in, a small bit of intake that he has, Mac. He'd always change something, a caretaker manager, just to put himself in there. But Kennedy did, did himself no favours in trying to get this job by, like, for like... Just that, it was just a continuation of a new Lennon per. Neil Lennon performances, Neil Lennon actions, yeah. Neil Lennon tactics. There was no... I mean, it's just any caretaker manager would at least try to start something with their own kind of personality onto the team. But there was no... It was just a continuation of baby. None of that, like... Well, that, and that's what I'm saying, like... I, I, I kind of don't even want them to kind of be... In, in around the first team at all next season, John. Do you know I mean, I want a clean slate. Like, that's why I was so excited about the high, high department uh, thing when he was coming. Like, I was excited because, one, it was a new manager, it was going to be a new era. But one one thing that Celtic, and they hadn't loaded for a long time, was they're going to let Eddie Hope bring in his own backroom team. Do you know what I mean? I, I definitely. And, and that's what I like. Do you know what I mean? I'm just afraid, though, like, is he going to be a wrong mark in the new, with, with the Eddie Hope team claps in? Maybe Kenny is going to be a wrong the Celtic first team next season again maybe he'd be assistant or anything you know I, I possibly wouldn't like it you know I think as long as, I think as long as Kennedy wants to stay Celtic Celtic will find a job for him mm-hmm. but he can't be no back though I've said it on so, the times Paul it's time for mm-hmm. Kennedy to leave Celtic to move on and, and prove himself yeah he's a name for himself I've got like, Gavin Stratton as well they were leaving either he doesn't even see the kind of Putting his names out there, right? Like, like the Dundee jobs available now at the moment. Like, and I know Yorn has got the flight of his life when I mentioned his name the other day. But he, Kenny doesn't seem to be putting his name far for jobs either. He seems to be happy where he is at Celtic at a comfortable level. But if he wants to progress his career, he's not going to be given the chance to Celtic because I hope so. Because he's shown us that he can't, he's not able to progress Celtic. And realistically, Mark, how many years would you think we? We step back if we appointed Kennedy. Oh, I think would we be behind? Would we be behind Rangers then? Oh, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Again, I won't be depending on the backroom stuff that was that we brought in. But to me, that would be going back to. I'd be expecting Tony Tony Mowbray kind of levels. Eh? Yeah. Six. Yeah. We appointed Kennedy. Because I saw that like. Uh, on the Twitter today, John, there was a few lads afraid that because Howie was the number one target, that maybe Celtic Board are going to get the decision wrong. Now that maybe they'll go down to second, maybe third, fourth choice. We don't know what this what this next candidate where he was in the line, Mark. We don't know if it actually was the second candidate in line. This this candidate could be third, fourth, fifth. That. People are afraid they're going to go back to Tony Mowbray era, John. You know, it de- depends the quality of the second, or third, or fourth one. It depends the quality of him as a manager. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's a lot better than Eddie Howie, but just obviously select balls went with Eddie Howie first. So as I say, they could be a, have a better, better CV and just have a better coach all around. And just have more about them. It just depends who it is really. But as I say, Eddie Howie's the first choice for them, and it's not worked mm-hmm. out, so it's only number two now. Uh, and Mark is. Whew, he's only been a couple of weeks in the job, like maybe two, three months, I think. Dominic McKay has this already kind of maybe have maybe some fans group kind of split on him now, would you think? Or 
Oh, there'll be fans. There'll be fans complaining and moaning and saying it's Dominic McKay's fault. But as I said earlier on, Peter Lowe was involved in these negotiations for mm-hmm. reason Nene seemed to understand. That's what gets me, Mac. Yeah, it's how. But in, was he involved? Like, that Peter Lowe was still in charge to, but the thirty first of June is it? The first of July. Maybe he's actually making decisions now, Mac. Yeah, exactly. Still. As I said earlier, I don't blame Celtic board so really for this. I think Eddie Howe's played a big part in this pantomime, mm-hmm. for want of a better description. But this is still another thing that's happened on Peter Lowe's watch. A lot of lads maybe on the live chat, like, what was your initial um, reaction today when, when this news came out that Eddie Howe wasn't uh, coming to Celtic? Mark, I think we were kind of more, what did I text you back? I, I text you back on, wow, like didn't see that coming. Like, do you know what I mean? That was my reaction, Mark. I wasn't more. I think everybody surprised. That I, that I was like, wow. Like, I was expecting an announcement. When I saw Eddie Hall, you sent me Eddie. When I saw Eddie Hall, I thought he was manager of the job. But then when I read your message, Mark, I was like, Jesus. I wasn't. Like, no one was expecting this. This like John. No one was expecting this. No, I kind of, when I seen it, I was kind of having a wee check in Google to kind of see updates and stuff, and I typed them in, and I just kind of seen it on somebody's Twitter, and I just, you, I just kind of... You, you, you texted me the same time as, as as Mark, and I told you that we're doing a live show tonight to come on and discuss it, like, because it was such breaking news, Mark, that we actually have to to come on, you know? Oh, well, we had to cover it. Harbaugh said, Mark, yeah, like, he... he he wasn't surprised. I, I just want to get Paul's uh, reason why he wasn't surprised, and maybe we can touch on that before we go. Mark, you were saying sorry? Uh, I was just saying, I was a total shock. Everybody in their dog expected Eddie Howe to be announced as the next Celtic manager. Mm-hmm. It was just, well, your reaction, you just said you thought it was going to be that it was announced as yeah. manager. Yeah. Because I, I, I was shocked as much as. I think every, basically everybody was just as shocked as we were, even down to people in the press and that, I think, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's true what Kenneth Terrence said here, Mark, and, I, and I, I was kind of the same, like, you know, the longer it went on, and I said this too, Mark, in numerous, numerous times, Mark. I start a lot, you wish and I, something signed in concrete about it. You know, I said the longer it's not concrete, the more worried I'm on that this is going to fall apart. And I, I just didn't say in the podcast, I said to you, Mark, in phone calls like that, Something's going to happen because he hasn't signed, Mark, and there was no indication, Mark, that he had signed. It was all we were going by media, Mark. You know what I mean? We don't know how this deal was close. Do you know what I mean? We are Celtic saying that they were banking on Eddie Holcomb, but but we still don't know how how much of an advanced stage they were. Maybe they're actually more in advanced stage now with this new candidate, Mark, than they ever were. Hurry, we don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? I'd like to think that Dermot Desmond and. Peter Lowe, Dominic McKay are busy, busy, busy the night trying to get something sorted as possible. Mm. The waiting the show is waiting to see who comes in the door. The speaking lady comes in. Do you want to be the manager? <laughs> <laughs> Neil Lennon pushing out of it. Get out of my way. I'm coming in next. <laughs> uh, that's all for tonight, folks. Uh, myself, uh, thanks to John for coming on a short late notice. Um, my thanks to you guys on the live show for tuning in as it was such a, a breaking news show but if something happens tomorrow if something happens Sunday 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever breaking news happens, myself and Mark will be on the podcast to inform you. We'll go through it, we'll discuss it, we'll research it, we'll do everything to bring you a nice podcast for, for whoever will be the next Celtic manager. For myself, thank you, good night. Mark, we'll close the show. Right, thanks very much, Paul, for everything you did. Thanks very much, John, for joining us. We'll be back on Sunday night where we'll hope Mikey and Barry will be on for a blether as well. I'd just like to say that since we've reached over 400 subscribers, that's absolutely fantastic. Thanks so much. Me and Paul have stayed traveling for rain for this month. I made it each day and we've done it already. So that's brilliant. Thanks, everybody. And if you're not subscribed, please do so and hit the like button. Right, thanks very much again, lads. Good night. God bless. Thanks for having us. Cheers. Thanks, John. Thanks, William, buddy. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumors TV YouTube channel.